0: You're listening to DraftKings Network. Loki, brilliant, but it's also so we can't use it. Do not record that. We're not using that. That is really fucking up.
1: Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan still at home, Charlotte Wilder, still in parts unknown, right? Is it your home? Is it not your home? We don't know.
0: It's my bedroom. I mean, it's my bedroom, and I have a huge poster. I have a huge poster of Dame behind me in my bedroom.
1: You were at your parents' house the other day with that same poster. I don't know. Does the poster travel with you? Do you have multiple versions of the poster? What's going on?
0: Yes, both.
1: Just in general. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Okay. as. (laughs) Noted by Charlotte's background, Damian Lillard talk is still on fire, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. A little bit later, we will perform another thrilling chapter in the saga called Hype Me Up, or as Charlotte Uh, calls it.
0: Yes, thank you, I mean Hype Me Up.
1: There it is. That is, of course, a segment where people feel down on themselves, and we pick them up. Um, one person that we haven't done a hype me up for Charlotte, Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard.
0: I just realized that.
1: Yeah. And the news broke, obviously, uh, late on Wednesday that he would be traded to the Milwaukee bucks. Uh, if you want our thoughts in depth on kind of what the hell Portland was doing, how well Milwaukee and Phoenix made out and what's next for Miami. You can catch that all on yesterday's episode of Oddball. Uh, But today, I want to focus on Dame himself. Yes. Yesterday, Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report came out with a fairly detailed account from Damian Lillard's side of how the last couple of months since July, basically since that trade request, have gone for him. And I read the article. And upon reading it, Charlotte... I tweeted this, I've said it time and again, in our league, nice guys finish last. You try to be professional and do things the right way, they <laughs> you over. Players are incentivized to be the biggest <laughs> imaginable or else they get run over. I didn't think it was going to get that much traction. I was just, it's something, again, I've said a lot. I've said always, hey, if you want what you want as a player, you have to make a mess. Because if you do things professionally, if you do things the right way, they run mm-hmm. over you. And the tweet went bonkers. Like so many people reacted and responded to it and most of them reacted and responded to it with language that indicated to me very strongly they hadn't read the article.
0: Well, I mean, I went through your replies from this because mm-hmm. I, I read the article and I saw your tweet and I was like, yeah, I totally agree. I think that this article makes very clear for people who haven't read it, um, you know, it, Damian Lillard tried to have conversations with Portland. Portland stopped calling him and his agent back. I know that people have said, well, you know, Dame demanded to go to Miami and Portland felt hamstrung. So he wasn't professional about it either. But if you read the article, it becomes very clear that Joe Cronin and the Blazers had very little intention of dealing with dame in good faith after he said he wanted to go to miami which to me is just extremely silly because they're letting emotions get in the way of hey maybe miami could actually be a good thing for us and dame gets to go where he wants instead of being like screw you i don't we don't like that you said this publicly so i went through your mentions and i was stunned because it's like people clearly hadn't read the article or if they had were just determined to make this Dame's fault and to absolve the Blazers of of any sort of wrongdoing. And, and I got fired up and then I tweeted, like, I shouldn't be surprised when executives don't act with dignity or with the best interest of their players or their team at heart. And I started getting all of these mentions and it was like midnight and i was like you know what i am too tired to wake up to this and i deleted the tweet and thought that we would talk about it today on our basketball show
1: oh I never delete the tweet
0: i hate it stand- i hate i hate oh. i hate leaving them i'm like i, I don't want to give people the satisfaction of dunking on me while i'm sitting here and then look at my phone
1: well, I mean, they're not dunking on you. They're just people who are sitting at home on their phones and don't have anything better to do. I don't have the don't stomach read. for it all the time. They don't read. You know, that like the the whole thing that I you know the number of people who said, "What? Oh, getting run over is getting sent to the best team in the league with the best second best player." I'm like, it it doesn't matter what your opinion is of the outcome. What matters is his opinion of the outcome, which is I I wasn't talk to and to me one of the most stunning details was damian lillard at some point realized the deal probably wasn't going to happen and was prepared to come back and was prepared to be professional and show up and he said everybody in the practice facility everybody on the team was happy to see me except for one person joe cronin who would not even speak to me and he said i'm at that point i thought there was no point in me reaching out like the reality is this what Dane wanted was to go to Miami, right? Not to get out of Portland. He wanted to go to Miami. And so my point is, if that's what you want, Dane, you have to make a mess. If you do things the nice way, the right way, I showed up to the facility. I was still a good teammate. I was still good with the staff and all that. They run over you, meaning they will do what they want, not what yeah. you want, right? And as far as why should they have done what he wanted? Again, this is a guy 11 years. He's the best player in franchise history. He's done everything right, including how he's kind of communicated all of this. But Charlotte, here's Mm -hmm. the interesting part, right? In Mm -hmm. the article, it says that Dame was told to sit out in order to secure a higher draft pick. And hence, his calf injury flared back up. He did not want to do that. He wanted to play. Uh, This, to me, is somewhere along the lines of what happened with the Miami Dolphins and head coach, Brian Flores, yep. where he was instructed by, or you know, allegedly by Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, that they should lose games because they wanted to have a high draft pick. This is the year, I believe Tua tungo was coming out similar. And the Dolphins, as a result were penalized for this because this yep. is, this is outright tanking. There is an accusation in here that Damian Lillard was told, hey, it's better for us if you do not play. Yeah. What, what isn't in this particular piece of reporting, but I believe it's been reported elsewhere, is leading up to the draft, Damian Lillard and his representation expressed to Joe Cronin and the Blazers, hey, I don't think this thing is working. Mm -hmm. move us move move me out of here and cronin's response was no 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 we've got all types of coals on the fire of deals to get you talent in here of also free agents that we're going to bring in here and so that was the just just sit tight and of course friday came uh, that friday june 30th free agency began and the blazers big free agent news was we're bringing back jeremy grant perhaps at an uh, escalated price tag. And that was it. And the reporting that I don't know has been out there or not is that apparently when Goodwin and Lillard sat down, Aaron Goodwin is the agent for Demon Lillard, when they sat down with Joe Cronin and they said, we got all types of Coles on the fire, they asked him, what, what Coles, what players, what teams are you talking to? And he gave a list of targets. And then they went and they, Independently checked. Hey, are you guys talking to Portland about perhaps trading so-and-so? And those conversations all ended with either, yeah, we did. This was months ago, and it kind of died on a vine, or no, we're not. So, in essence, allegedly Joe Cronin had misled them when he said, Oh, we got all types of coals on the fire. This is what I talked about yesterday, uh, and earlier in weeks past, where I said, you destroyed any sort of upper hand you had. You took a coward's route. And when boxed in, you fabricated stuff or stretched truths. So when you piece that together with some of the details in Chris Haynes' excellent reporting about how Joe Cronin behaved throughout this, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Damian Lillard, what, he's getting paid. I'm not talking about. Damian Lillard getting traded to Milwaukee or whatever. I'm talking about how they interacted with the greatest player in franchise history who did nothing but be professional.
0: And they told Dame, we've if you sit out, we'll get these, we'll get these a better draft pick, we'll get you veteran players, and then they go and draft Scoot Henderson.
1: Yeah, which is I think is a great draft pick, and I think Scoot's gonna be great, but they didn't get veterans. And and even if they did, again, this allegation here is that he was told. To sit out you were tanking that to me warrants some sort of investigation from the league all right we come back charlotte you ready to instill positive feelings into people including is it magic johnson do we have magic johnson on the docket today
0: i don't know Why if we not. hype him up
1: but we certainly talked about him well there you go let's do it The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down.
1: You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win Finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th.
0: And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly.
1: So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L. For new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Speaking of getting dunked on. Yeah,
0: let's do the new it. York, Great.
1: The New York Knicks.
0: <laughs> Great see, transition.
1: You see, you see this news story that came out that Magic Johnson said, you know, he, obviously, he's a part owner of the Lakers. He's been a part owner pretty much since he stopped playing. He said that he's had several opportunities to become an owner with different NBA franchises, and he's turned them all down. But the only one that he would do if offered the opportunity, Charlotte,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the New York Knicks.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a really brilliant way to troll everybody because he's like, no, I haven't talked to James Dolan. And then he goes, he was like, but I love, you know, Knicks fans are smart basketball fans, really smart. You know, I'd, I'd have trouble turning it down as a minority owner. I'd be intrigued. And it's like, what do you stand to gain from saying this besides just like, making people once again in new york think about how absolutely awful the ownership situation is especially after james dolan said to the new york times i don't like owning sports teams
1: yeah no he he doubled down on some words that he said to you charlotte who went to a jd and the straight shot concert is that correct charlotte
0: yeah it was the worst two and a half hours of my life but it was also great for the content so but yeah, he was like I don't I, he said to me, being playing a concert on the night of the draft, I think that shows you how much I care about the team. And then he said it to the New York Times, I mean.
1: Yeah, he doubled down. He doubled down years later, which is quite the decision. Uh, yeah. but I just there's a part of this where I'm I need some clarity because Magic is a minority owner, minority mm-hmm. in stake, not minority in he's a minority in the Lakers and he claims he's had opportunities to purchase other teams I just don't think like the whole oh I'm a Laker through and through thing would stop him from being the controlling partner of a team if that were afforded to him if that were an opportunity Uh, I mean there's I guess there's levels to this he could be like a a managing partner or someone who's You know, input is very heavily uh, appreciated, kind of like Pat Riley. When he came to Miami, he was given an ownership stake and Mickey Harrison obviously was the majority owner and still remains the majority owner. But at the time, no one would question Pat Riley's influence on all the decisions being made. And I wonder if that's the role Magic Johnson is talking about. I just I just don't. There's only 30 of these things. This idea that like multiple times, hey, do you want to buy the Suns? Hey, do you want to buy the Bucks? You're like, no, no, that's enough for me. But the Knicks, and that's the other part of it is, you know, no disrespect. I'm not counting anyone's pockets, you know, but I don't know if you can afford the Knicks magic. Like if that's what we're talking about, being the majority owner, because I I have to imagine the sale of the Knicks would involve Madison Square Garden, uh, would involve the Rangers, would involve, uh, you know, all the other kind of ancillary things that go along with that. That's why they are the most highly valued franchise in all of basketball.
0: Yeah. I think the funniest thing is imagining him having all these opportunities just lined up at the door. And it's like, is this, I mean it sort of reminds me of what the of um uh what Mike Dunleavy said to the the guys at the Athletic about the the rule changes of being like well it was a compliment it's magic being like well yeah. I was at it's like it's very vague we don't really have much much it, uh, information on what these guys are talking about
1: it reminds me of the simpsons episode where Professor Frank is having a yard sale and Homer shows up and he's looking through and there's a a matter transporter, like from the movie The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And and it's going and Professor Frank is selling it for two dollars, and Homer is pretending to be a discerning customer. It's like, mmm, two dollars and it only transports matter. Like that's right. that's kind of like the idea of like, hey man, do you want to buy into the uh the Minnesota Timberwolves? I don't have a winter coat anymore. I've lived in Los Angeles a very long time. Like, come on, man. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? But no, hey, this is the one thing I told my, you know, my, my friends and my cousins in our crazy sports group chat. If he does find a way to buy into the Knicks, either in part or in whole, that's probably going to be a good sign. This dude, every team he buys into seems to be successful, right? The Dodgers won a World Series. Uh, Obviously, he's been part of the Lakers ownership group for quite a while. They've won titles. What else? He he just bought into the commanders. We'll see what happens there with him and Josh Harris, the owner of the 76ers. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, as much as I clown, like, I kind of trust Magic as an owner. I don't trust him as a a president or GM, but as an owner, I, I think I trust him.
0: Oh yeah, I think this is like best case scenario for Knicks fans. Also, because it shows that Dolan is willing to give up something, like even if if only that. Um, but I I also it, don't see that happening. Like this, just a, see, this would never happen under it's James a Dolan. Best,
1: it's a best case scenario because James Dolan is a little less in the picture. That's exactly why it's a best case scenario. It All could right, be anyone, though. Really, <laughs> it, it could literally could be anyone. When I'm low energy, I like to turn to my faith, my family, uh, perhaps and, even- and
0: Charlotte Wilder to well, say-
1: Hype me up. Well, that's not where I turn. I was gonna see someone else who would turn to Charlotte Wilder. Myself, faith, family, and maybe Star Wars. Uh, this is the game where we read a name, a headline, and a hypothetical, and it is incumbent on the other person to hype up Whatever is on the concept screen. in question. Charlotte, are you ready to begin? I am. Your name is Dylan Brooks. Dylan. Dylan Brooks.
0: Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. This would have been difficult a few months ago, but you just won Canada a bronze medal, my dude, and you went off for 39 points. And Canada medaled for the first time in 90 years-ish. That's pretty awesome. You should be feeling pretty good about yourself in your home country. Unfortunately, you play in the United States and I don't know how people feel about you here, but that's neither here nor there because this is the start of your redemption tour. You can come back and do for the Rockets what you did for Canada, which is come in third place.
1: So the world's your oyster, my dude. For Houston, that would be a massive step up, so.
0: Yeah, see? All right, I mean, you ready? I'm ready. Your name is Kelly Oubre Jr.
1: Oh, Kelly Oubre Jr. Hey, Kelly. Uh, I know the summer didn't go the way you thought it would. You had to wait until September to get signed, for minimum, after you made like $14 million last year. But trust me, this is all going to work out. You're going to Philadelphia. James Harden, does he want to stay? Does he want to go? Nobody knows, but guess what? Where there's uncertainty, there's a void, and when there's a void, you can fill it. Fill it with your unique particular brand of highly inefficient offense of just jacking up shots and missing most of them that are further from the basket. And no one will care because guess what? They need someone to do all that stuff and that's where you come in. Also, I know you have aspirations of being in the fashion world, being a model, all that stuff. Guess what, Philly? Only a couple hours from New York. It's not like when you were in Charlotte, you're in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Now you can go to the Mecca, be right there for Fashion Week, network, get in with the good houses, the fashion houses, and really expand your brand beyond mediocre basketball player.
0: See, I'm usually the one who negs them. Also, I thought you were gonna say Philly, fashion capital of the United States. Everybody knows.
1: It is if you spell fashion with a PH. Well, well. Your headline is The Pacers and Buddy Heald have begun talks to find potential trade. Buddy.
0: This is great news. Are you
1: calling him Buddy in the, like, familiar, or are you saying his name, Buddy?
0: Buddy, my Buddy. (laughs) I was saying his name, but Buddy, this is great. This is great. You can get out of Indiana. I personally don't have anything really against it. I mean... It does. Do. Well, that's because
1: you haven't been yet. Yes. Yeah. well, so, there you go. Um, you
0: see, this is great. This do you know, buddy, probably. do you know that you shot more, you shot and made more threes than anybody else in the league over the past five years? More than Steph, more than Dame. You get out of Indiana, and you are, you're, you... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, though, your contract's up next year, so you can probably get a lot of money from somebody. And you don't have to spend the last year of this contract in Indiana. And bright lights, big city, my dude. Uh, Unless you end up in another small market,
1: (laughs) in which case. Guy goes from Sacramento to Indiana. Now he's going to go somewhere else. Bright lights, big city. Oklahoma.
0: Okay. You you ready? Sure. Anthony Davis told Lakers he wanted more help at center.
1: AD, I'm not mad at you. That's... uh, Totally possible. Here's the deal. Everyone loves to say, oh, the Golden State Warriors death lineup. Oh, they put, they put Draymond at the five. It's a death lineup. You know what they don't do? They don't play Draymond at the five, like, permanently. You know why? Because it would wear them the hell out. That's why Kevon Looney exists. You need your Cavallooney, AD, and sometimes people take kindness for weakness. So you cause you're a good dude, you're nice to everyone around the office, or whatever, they're like, AD's fine, he'll play five, he'll love it. But the reality is, AD, even though you dominate at the five, you don't want to play that shit full time. You don't wanna be banging around with the likes of Jokic and Joel Embiid and Rudy Gobert and hell, even a DeAndre Aiden, man. That's a lot of physical turmoil you're putting yourself in. And We all know that you aren't exactly the most durable guy in the world. So, yes, you tell them, hey, get me some help in here. Where's my Kevon Looney?
0: Banging around.
1: Banging around. You don't want to be banging around. The Christmas tree and the Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. Last one, the hypothetical for you. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon stays at the Celtics. Yeah, the news story. Yeah. Recap everybody about this. The news story from Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. Malcolm Brogdon was very hurt to hear his name in the trade rumors earlier this summer. I mean, all intents and purposes, he was traded until basically He wasn't. And he they wasn't. got rid of Marcus Smart. So he was really upset. There was a kind of a lack of communication between him and the Celtics over the summer.
0: Well, Ramona Shelburne mm-hmm. of ESPN recently reported that it seems like Malcolm Brogdon was less upset about the trade talks and more upset about how they handled his elbow injury, which I understand. And Malcolm, look, it's, it's, it can't feel good to hear your name bandied about in terms of people they can get rid of. But this is a good team. You made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You could make it to the finals. In fact, if you don't, a lot of people might lose their jobs.
1: What? Um, What? What? Did Charlotte just put everyone at the Celtics on notice? Uh,
0: But you don't have to move. That's the most important part. You don't have to move. Moving sucks so much. You can stay in Boston, which I know isn't like the sexiest city, but there's some fun things to do there. there Yes, there are. Um, You can go uh, sailing on the Charles.
1: Sailing on the Charles. Yes, that's great November, December activity. Go I don't know, you can go to the bars. Charles.
0: They have some good restaurants. Oh, yes. um, Malcolm, you might need, this is, this is fine. Look, another year, another chance to win, my dude, and you don't have to move. That's sort of all I want. Chance to win and I don't have to move. Uh, I mean, are you ready? Sure. Laurie Markkinen looking to, to best last season's all-star selection and most improved players Player honors. This is a tough
1: You want to read that one again? Well,
0: do you want to take a look?
1: Laurie Markkinen, looking to best last season's all-star selection and most improved player honors. So basically, he's going to be better than he was last year. Laurie, you know what home is? Home is where the heart is. And you found a home in Utah. And because you found a home, you found a heart. And because you found a heart, you're going to be able to build on what you did last year and be better, be more complex, add new wrinkles to your game. Look, a lot of people said you only were an All-Star because the All-Star game was in Utah and they wanted to have some representation. I say horse (laughs) You (laughs) deserve to be there. You worked your ass off. You had bounced around the league from Chicago to to Cleveland, and people were like, ah, this guy. But it all came together. And you know what the best thing is when things come together, Charlotte? What, I mean? When things come together, they build. I thought
0: right? you were going to say, things fall apart.
1: <laughs> no, they won't fall apart. They not, won't. Not Mm-mm. for Lloyd Markkinen. This is hyped me up. Or, and not for the Utah Jazz. I predict a playoff berth for the Utah Jazz. This year, behind the play of Lloyd marketing wow. and Walker Kessler and everybody else over there, Jordan Clarkson. Wow, wow, wow. All the Jazz players.
0: <laughs> so freaking hyped up for basketball? am up. i me up. Thanks for watching on Ball. I'm so thirsty.